Ethereum hard fork is through. Is it now time to pump the markets? Bitcoin is going sideways before cracking 30,000 and the Solana phone is bringing some interesting heat into the Solana discussion. That and more in the crypto market talk this week. In this week's episode, we will talk about Bitcoin and Ethereum. And at the end, we will talk about Solana's new mobile phone. Yes, you heard that right. They have a new mobile phone and that could influence maybe the price of Solana. But first, let's get started with Bitcoin and let's jump into this new story here. Bitcoin surge parallels price movement in 2019. Vetle Lunde, who is an analyst at K33 Research, is seeing parallels between the Bitcoin's recent surge from the doldrums of 2022 and its price pattern from 2018 into 19. So what we're seeing here and here's the exact statement we saw throughout the latter part of 2022 a lot of forced selling and also selling from investors who grew cautious. Of course in 2022 a lot of drama happened in the crypto markets but also in the markets all around the globe. But spe specifically in the crypto markets we've lost a lot of trust from big investors. Terra Luna, Celsius, FTX and all the ripple effects of these on one side insolvencies but on the other side also kind of uh, mistreating these crypto businesses has definitely put the trust uh, not at ease but uh, au contraire. This has led people to be underexposed so obviously people have sold their positions because they just lost the trust and has also enticed a lot of people to short crypto being conservative with adding exposure. This creates this dynamic where Bitcoin feeds on your short squeezes and moves higher and this is exactly what we've seen in the last three to four months. Bitcoin has performed around 80% into the plus in the last couple of months and that is because a lot of people are still expecting the big short or kind of the big short uh, going down. So price wise, we're still around the 30,000 range. We've just crossed it last week. However, we've come down just a little bit. 29.8 is the current price. Now, if we go to the next story, we can see the biggest crypto bull cycle is upon us. That is Bernstein saying in a research report that came out on Monday, we can see here that the toxic crypto leverage taught digital asset investors the importance of decentralization and self-custody wallets, the report said. However, I don't think that big investors, that institutional investors will go the decentralized and self-custody route. I do think it's a very important route. However, I don't think that they will use these type of solutions. The retail investor, however, he is more aware of these potential, uh, potential solutions, but also with the risks associated with keeping your cryptos in the crypto world and not moving it to a separate wallet. What we're seeing here is also that macro catalysts are aligning for Bitcoin, the world's largest cryptocurrency by market cap, the note added, with continued weakness in US regional banks. And of course, the banking crisis in the US is still continuing. Any potential dislocation, whether on the bank's credit side or on the sovereign side, positions Bitcoin perfectly as a safe haven asset alongside 
gold. Very interesting because this news story has been kind of popping on and off for the last couple of years. Is Bitcoin really gold? That is the big question that a lot of analysts and reporters are asking because until now it hasn't been an inflation hedge as gold has been much of a stronger inflation hedge since then. However, very interesting compared to Ethereum, for example, Ethereum rallied around 76% on a year-to-date basis. Bitcoin has rallied 80%. So we're still very positively moving into these coming days. It is even good for Bitcoin miners because they are seemingly escaping the bear trap. And we can see here the 30-day average of mining revenues has risen to 27 million a day, the highest level since last June, according to data from blockchain.com. Looking at the bear market data, I want to say it was the daily revenues have been between 15 and 21 million US dollars in the second half of 2022. And that, of course, is much, much lower than the November 21 numbers set at around 61 million US dollars. So it could very well be that the miners are looking into positive numbers once again. Big question, of course, is what kind of miner is still left? A lot of miners are still in financial crisis in the US. Some have gotten credit, some have gotten kind of in between loans. But the question is whether they will still survive these kind of in between phases. Talking about it, not all analysts are looking at this in a positive way. For example, we have here Di Pasquale, who is uh, Joe Di Pasquale, the CEO of crypto asset manager Bitbull Capital. He wrote in an email, even though it breached 30,000, the price was likely to look for support on the downside and potentially consolidate before another leg up. Question is, where will it consolidate? Because right now at 29,000, a lot of people are asking for lower numbers. Looking at the numbers, we could potentially see 23,000 before rebounding. In that case, it may take longer for the upside to materialize. So 30,000 has to become a support line, which hasn't happened. Looking at the chart, we can see clearly here We've reached 30,000, bounced back a little bit. We, we, hold, we held it for a couple of days, but it wasn't honestly enough. It dropped lower 29, almost 30,000, so 29.9 currently. And if we're looking at these uh, numbers right here, it looks quite interesting for the 23,000 because the support here super, super thin. So I do expect this to drop much lower. However, if we do consolidate around 29.30,000, we can see potentially another leg up to around 34,000. So we have kind of a, if this breaks, so around 27 if this should break because again the support here is super thin i do expect this to go down to around 23000 if the support holds we could probably see a small bounce and then go towards 34000 Moving on to Ethereum, of course, Chapella upgrade has happened. Everything went well. Again, Chapella is the combination of Shanghai and Capella. So Chapella hard fork has happened last week. Everything went well on a technical side and a lot of people did expect a lot of withdrawals. 
However, Ethereum has gained even 12% post Shanghai, so post the hard fork, as we can see here. And the very interesting stat, of course, is this one right here. So on the green, or I want to say turquoise, you can see the deposits. And on the orange, you see all the withdrawals, which have been very high compared to the deposits. However, we have seen on on-chain analytics that a lot of people have just taken out the yield, not the principal. Also also a lot of people have moved the ETH to exchanges but haven't actually sold it yet because the price is still holding at around 2100 US dollars. We can also see here that the data, for example, from blockchain analyst CryptoQuant is showing that traders deposited 1.1 million ETH to exchanges while only removing 921,000. This was the largest four-day net inflow in a month. Now, again, it does look like Ethereum is moving away from the exchanges, but at the same time, we do have the situation where ETH is currently in a kind of limbo state state a lot of people did expect lower prices wanted to sell now the prices are higher so they are kind of in between looking at the chart we can see here clearly the flag has closed es essentially what we expected in around june july has already happened so this jump up so maybe we will continue on this leg up towards two and a half thousand us dollars if bitcoin for example should drop to around twenty three thousand us dollars we can see here quite a strong support at around 1,500. So I do expect 1,500 to be a very interesting and good entry point because a lot of support seems to be around here. Should this break, of course, then next we have 1,100. But in my opinion, we can remove this because this is not very likely at this stage. And last but not least, let's talk about Solana's mobile phone. I've talked about it a couple of months ago when Solana Labs actually announced the Solana Saga phone, their smartphone, which is delivered for a Web3 audience. How does it look? How does it feel on Decrypt? We have an article saying essentially this is like a flagship Android phone. It does behave very much like a Galaxy or another Android phone with the exception that it has baked in Web3 phone. Functionality. We, of course, have a wallet, for example. We have specific cryptographic uh, features, etc. But at the same time, this is a mobile phone that a lot of people can use while not being aware that this is coming from Solana, which is a crypto project. So all in all, interesting uh, device. The only issue, of course, is the price at around a thousand US dollars. Again, this is a flagship product. So not a lot of people will jump right into an untested product such as the Solana. Saga phone. Looking at the Solana chart, we see a very interesting picture. We see some consolidation right here. We could even say this could be an interesting range to trade. So between around 20 US dollars and 27 US dollars, maybe even a bit lower. So around 26. But if we remove this, we can clearly see that Solana is struggling above this resistance. So around 26 to 27 US dollars seems to be kind of an area where Solana is struggling, where Solana cannot breach above. So this 
could be an interesting uh, kind of price action in the coming days because if this gets rejected one more time I do expect the price to go down to around 20 US dollars and around 20 or even 7 of course this was the lowest point this could be an interesting entry point especially if stuff like the Solana phone for example will perform really well that was it from the crypto market talk this week make sure that you subscribe to not miss any other crypto news I'll see you on the next one have a good one.